Hi, my name's Aaron Linsdow. I'm a polar explorer and professional traveler. Today I'm going to show you how to dry your wet clothes or dank or moist clothes while you're backpacking or climbing using this special technique when you're out in the wilderness. show you today how to dry off your moist clothes from sweat or maybe you got a little bit wet or whatever when you're on your backpacking camping hiking or expedition right so before I do that uh, if you could please hit the subscribe button and also leave me a comment below and let me know how I'm doing thank you very much so you're out hiking you're trekking along and you're sweating up a storm and geez my, my clothes are wet my my shirt is pretty moist my over shirt or jacket is moist my socks are pretty sweat soaked how the heck are you going to dry your clothes on Kilimanjaro five days into the Sierras you're way up in the near Mount Washington <laughs> in New Hampshire or you know in Mon Mount Elbrus in Russia this is actually a major problem because as you know, I'm sure you've hiked around or maybe backpacked and you're cold and wet and you wake up and your clothes are just soaked. You put them on, you're like, oh, and it's freezing and miserable. Now this is especially important with your socks because if you keep putting moist socks on, you could maybe get frostbite depending on how cold it is. You definitely will not be comfortable and you won't enjoy yourself and also, there's a possibility of developing foot fungus or any other of the joyous issues that come with wet clothing. So I'm going to show you this super easy hack right now. Now, you might think that, Aaron, this is completely bogus. This doesn't work. I guarantee you this works. I've used this in the Arctic, in the Antarctic, on Russia, on high altitude mountains, on Denali, in the Sierras, in the Rockies. Where else have I been? Uh, in Greenland, everywhere. This technique totally works. I'm not doing the haha -ha, messed you up thing. So what you literally do is put your clothing inside of your sleeping bag with you. Now, you might say, Aaron, that's nuts because my sleeping bag's down and the down's going to get wet and all this. Well, you have a magic friend and that is your body for doing this because your body actually generates about 100 watt about 100 watt light bulb equivalent so i know you've all got compact fluorescent and leds nowadays but a 100 watt light bulb is what your body is equivalent to and it's spread out over this much space now that sounds like the betty crocker easy bake oven or some such thing and it takes five hours to bake a cake but think about this how long are you going to stay in your sleeping bag probably four five six eight ten hours depending on the type of year so the technique is not to just ball up your clothes put it on you and pray that the good lord sends you dry clothes that's not the way to do it instead what you do is now, you don't want to put the clothing on the zipper side because if, if uh, you have to unzip your bag and go to the bathroom, your clothes are going to pile out. They'll probably end up in the mud. But what you literally do is get your socks all stretched out. Now, sometimes I'll put them 
like this. I'll just bundle them a tiny bit so they stay a bit contained. And you line your socks here. Your moist shirt, you air it out as much as you can, but if it's freezing outside, then <laughs> that's the way it's going to be. And you just keep it nice and straight and you lay it in here. And your shirt, boy, this thing, it actually is damp because I just did laundry and I don't want to dry my wool shirt in the dryer. So this thing is damp. And so what I will simply do is lay in here and kind of lay that up on my body. Now, you need to distribute your clothing so you're not compressing your down because you'll also be cold. So I've got my shirt down here. I've got my socks. If I had my climbing pants that I needed to take off, I usually put my climbing pants kind of reversed. Here, I'll show you. So talking about it. Ugh. I would take my climbing pants and sometimes depending on the load I have, I'll put them reversed down here so they're by my knees because my knees usually don't get cold. It's the feet that get cold. Now, you, you might have to spread your clothing all over you or put the clothing in between your legs. If, you, if it's not that cold where you don't have to keep your Nalgene's or your water bottles in your sleeping bag, sometimes I will put my pants in between my legs here. And there, I mean, there's a huge pool of blood right here, so it's actually quite warm. And then I've got my shirts all lined beside me and my other overshirt lined beside me. And then I just very gently zip up my sleeping bag. I'm careful about it. So this is a mega light sleeping bag. And I've taken this bag, even though it's rated for 25 or 30 degrees Fahrenheit, I've taken this bag down to five degrees. It was chilly, but I survived and my clothing was cold. It was in the Sierras. I put my clothing in there and even though it was five degrees and I, I fluffed over the down so it was on top of me, it was five degrees, I had a 25 degree or 30 degree sleeping bag. I woke up, not only were my clothes dry, but they were warm. And this is huge because not only do you want to get your clothes dry, but you want to get them warm. So as you can see, I will just slowly wriggle around and get into my sleeping bag. Now I might have to make an adjustment because I can already feel my pants are not very comfortable in between my legs there. So I'll pull up my pants and I'll lay my pants on me. So the key of this action of drying things on you or drying things in your sleeping bag is you need to get them slightly in contact with your body and that will definitely accelerate the drying. So let me get everything adjusted here, how I would do it roughly and get my shirts in there now. Is, does it feel like you're sleeping on a pile of laundry? <laughs> what? You wanted to be comfortable camping? Yeah, fooled you. So now I'm going to unzip my sleeping bag and I'm going to show you where everything ended up. Okay, so I've got my pants on my right here, kind of covering my hips, my socks. The socks can pretty much go anywhere. Don't actually put your socks inside of your shirt if you get a tiny bit sweaty because I've actually had it where I put my socks in my shirt to warm them up, but they, when I wake up just from a natural uh, uh, perspiration, 
the socks are actually slightly moist, which is really annoying. So instead, I don't put them in my shirt. Instead, I just keep them outside, and you can see my, my uh, wool over uh, icebreaker shirt here. I'll just line that beside me. Now, if you're really wet, you got to try and dry stuff off first. You don't want to put wet, wet clothes in your sleeping bag because you'll wipe your sleeping bag out. And I just line everything beside me. It feels a little cool and dank. But what's more important, having dry clothes or dealing with a little bit of discomfort. And so I just get everything lined up like that. And sometimes, depending on how much I've got going, uh, I'll put my pants beside me too. I don't put my shell pants or my shell jacket in my sleeping bag because those are shell items. Uh, I just lay them out beside me so if I need them in a pinch, uh, don't, especially if your shell jacket or shell pants are wet, you don't want them in your sleeping bag. Plus, those shell pants and jacket, if they get on you, you'll tend to steam them up and then it actually, in my experience has been it's kept a little bit of moisture inside of me. You only want breathable type items. Now, I can already feel my pants even though they're wet because I just washed them. They're actually slightly warm. Now, you might say, hey Aaron, how's this going to not soak the down? So here's the key. Even in a Western mountaineering like a bison or an antelope bag, microfiber, or a bison, or a puma bag. Your heat drives the water molecules away from you. It's just like this weird thing. And then the water passes through the down. It will get slightly moist. There is this risk. But then, as you keep generating heat with your 100-watt light bulb of a body, that heat will push those little water molecules, and they'll simply float away into the ether and you will wake up. I've had this technique work about 90-95% of the time. Every so often I'll wake up where my socks are a touch moist or my like my pants if they're pretty moist. These pants are hard to get dry to get dried just because they're so thick. I can't ever remember ever not having a shirt completely dry out. So even though this is pretty moist from a wash, if I slept with this beside me or on me all night, I can pretty much guarantee you after eight to ten hours in my nice toasty sleeping bag, I will have dry clothes. Now, I don't leave these on because the oils from my body will keep them actually a little bit dank. So you have to take them off, just put your sleeping clothes like a thin long underwear or leggings and a thin synthetic shirt, not cotton. Don't use cotton for backpacking or hiking or anything. And that is how you dry your clothes when you're hiking, trekking, backpacking, climbing, or whatever, is simply to put them in your sleeping bag with you, lay beside them, not on them, not necessarily in your shirt. The key is beside you. Don't lay on them because they'll never dry because you wake up with your butt wet and everything. And that's how you do it. So that is how you dry clothes when you're hiking, backpacking, camping on the ATPCT, CDT, uh, climbing Denali, everything. That is the number one way to dry out your clothes. Even if your socks are sweaty, ugh, gross and moist, it'll be better to have dry socks and deal with the smell. Trust me on this one. 
My name is Aaron Linsdow. I'm a polar explorer and professional traveler. Please like and comment on the video and subscribe to my channel. Also, please support me on Vidmo, PayPal, and Patreon. Thank you very much for watching. Thank <laughs> you.